0: Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition here of Show Blitz here, the Mount Steel podcast right now. As everyone is aware right now, the Steelers will be taking on the Seattle Seahawks coming up this evening on Sunday night football in Heinz Field. Uh, kickoff will be slated for 7.20 uh, p.m. As for the Steelers versus Seahawks right now, this can going to be uh, a game right now where the Steelers are looking to try and get their season turned around right now. Uh, they kind of got off to a good start last week uh, versus Denver Broncos, uh, snapping a three-game losing streak. And uh, hopefully they can turn it into something real good, uh, special right now. Uh, going forward, at this point, is they could sure use it because right now, after this uh, game, remember they have the bye coming up uh, following this, and uh, they definitely uh, want a lot of luck going their way. And right after coming off the bye, which would be on Halloween, we'll find out the Steelers are a trick or treat uh, number of the Browns, I guess you could say. But anyway, it's a game that they must have uh, going into this. Especially versus the Seattle Seahawks, who've definitely found a way to frustrate the Steelers the last uh, two times uh, since 2015. the last uh, six years, uh, they have been 0 and 2 versus the Seahawks. Mike Tomlin, who went up against uh, Pete Carroll, he is 1 and 2 lifetime versus Pete Carroll. The Seahawks do lead the all-time. I mean, the Steelers do lead the all-time series. Or no, the Seahawks do lead the all-time series at nine and ten. 8-10 Eight and ten in the regular season, but uh, and that's about it for right now. And then, of course, the playoffs. Steelers you know, got the only one win that mattered. That was in the Super Bowl, right there. where was feeding them for their one for the fun. And uh, there he goes. We take a look around the league right now. Uh, bad news uh, for right now. Unfortunately, the Ravens who uh, got pretty lucky uh, last week against versus Colts. Uh, Lamar Jackson, who put on a show on Monday Night Football, first in the Colts. Now it's one thing for the Baltimore Colts. I mean, for the Indianapolis Colts returning back to Baltimore for a lot of historical reasons. Lamar Jackson in that game right there, I mean, you you look at it right there. I thought the biggest uh, changing point in that game was a blocked field goal by Calais Campbell right there. Uh, The Ravens had – the Colts had a chance right there – uh, in that game to really uh put things out of reach. Uh they were up twenty-five to seventeen. They were looking to go up uh twenty seventeen. Uh it, it ended up getting uh, blocked right there. And you saw what happened the rest of the way as uh we looked at it. And uh they were able to tie up the game, uh send in the overtime and they will win in an overtime right there. Lamar Jackson that game. I mean look at him, he's probably quite arguably one of the top candidates for MVP this year and four touchdowns, zero picks, passed for 442 yards. And it gets better for Lamar Jackson in this case. when you also look at it too, as far as on the rushing element of it, he also ran for 62 yards off of 14 carries. So, I mean, there, there's, there's a concern number one right there. As we look at, I mean, the Steelers right now, I mean, you talk about their playoff hosts, uh, hinging right now, trying to keep pace with the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's very incumbent. That they can do everything in up to uh, handle their own business uh, at the moment. Because right now, as it stands, I mean, if they're not careful. And the Ravens, which I anticipate them going on to win this game versus Chargers right now, uh, they could be in a worse position before th- for the division not so much the wild card, but the division, you can be arguably down three games right now. You, that's where you got to be careful right now, because then think about it, When you come out of this matchup uh, versus Seattle Seahawks on Sunday night football, yeah, you got no Russell Wilson, but you still got, I mean, some respectable guys on defense right now. We're going to get to a little bit later on, but still, you still got guys uh, on the Seahawks team who are still sticking around uh, defensively. You still got, Bobby Wagner right there, who is a hell of a beast right there middle linebacker I mean still I mean third on the on this team for quarterback hits with three and he's also a second on his team with tackles for loss with two We all know what, what he's capable of doing uh, he would be as much as this as anybody on this uh, team right here I mean the C- Seahawks I mean we, let's not make a Big mistake about this and overlook them. A lot of people look at them and say the CLC Hawks, they got no boom on their uh, Legion of Boom uh defense, as uh Keyshawn, Keyshawn, J Will, and Max allude to on uh ESPN2 in the mornings on uh, Monday through Friday. But you look at it right now, I mean, they are dead last in total yards right now, allowing over 2,254 yards. And they got five takeaways, which ranks 21st. uh, Two spots better than the Steelers, believe it or not, who only got four takeaways. And I got to tell you right now, I really believe right now where the Steelers have to be careful this season right now. The more the season goes along, you want to start waiting on those turnover battles right now. Because the Steelers right now, they're 15th in that category with only having six total takeaways for the year. I mean, six. That's not... A very recognizable defense we saw in the last two years under uh Keith Butler with Mike Tomlin. When you bring in a guy like Terrell, a senior, and not yet yeah, alone, having the guy like Mika Fitzpatrick, you want to make sure you be able to control that fort right there. Uh, the Steelers, for the most part, I mean, it's a do or die uh, status right now. I mean, that began last week, and we saw a little bit of encouragement uh, with. A lot more bounce. Finally got to see a good game. of um, Najee Harris as far as rushing the ball. He he got his 1st 100 10-yard game rushing in that uh contest. I mean, you look at the game summary from last week, uh, first number, uh, I mean, in that uh game right there, as we uh looked at it, I mean, for the for the most part, uh, he had 22 carries for 122 yards, 5.3 yards per attempt. He also had two receptions for 20 yards for a total of 43 touches for 142 yards of scrimmage and a touchdown. And he also had four out of the five first downs as far as in terms of running the ball in that game. And so for right now, I I really believe this is a, a moment right now. I mean, Pete Carroll is just as savvy as anybody, big time coach in this game today. Right now, you got a good bail right now between Mike Tomlin and Pete Carroll, two of the highly uh, countable, respected coaches in today's NFL, when you look at where the league is going at this point. And I, I know a lot of people are wondering if I'm going to be talking about the John Gruen situation. I'm just going to say this real quick before we go any further real quickly. Uh, John Gruden, you can't say the stuff what he said, I mean, this past, uh, I mean, the last eight years or 10 years that you say that went on for about an eight year period. Uh, when you're not only talking about Demoria Smith, I can understand that, but the term they use to like, uh, describe them, I'm not going to repeat it, but I mean, also, too, just like uh, talking about Michael Sam, like kind of throwing him under the bus right there a little bit in the way. And like, I don't know if he was throwing him under the bus, but like, I say he wasn't in favor of gay players being drafted or women being in the game. He said a very lot of offensive stuff, uh, including quite a few stuff to Roger Cadell. I think the stuff he said to Roger Cadell, I think that's uh, anybody could move on from that. Roger Cadell, he has thicker skin than that. So, to be honest with you, if Raj Goodell was that, I that he would have been gone – he would have been punished or possibly removed a lot sooner than that. So, trust me, I don't think it has much to do with Roger Goodell. But I do feel like right now, too – I mean, when you look at it right now, we are still in a time where it is partly canceled culture where everybody's got to be careful. And I, I will just say this because right now I do find it a little bit odd And when I'm looking at guys like Mike Florio or other people from around the league. Remember this whole investigation right now was checking in on the Washington football teams organization, their uh, environment, how they're having a lot of harassment going on, not just with cheerleaders, internal employees right there. Bruce Allen, who's one of the names that seem to be uh, coming up right now. I mean, when you look at it and then also another one, uh, Jeff uh, pass, uh, I mean, right now, I mean, er, I mean, Jeff Pass, with, who's kind of coinciding with Bruce Allen, they seem to be having a good friendship, as the Bruce Allen did with John Gruden. I do find it a little odd. I mean, John Gruden, at the end of the day, he did get scapegoated, in my opinion, the way it comes out. But at the same time, once you let that stuff get out there, uh, no offense, someone's going to have to pay the piper. And it's just uh, ridiculous how long this has been hidden and why we're bringing this up until the last couple of weeks. And it's just a crying shame. But, I mean, to go forward right now, I mean, you look at having a guy like Mike Tomlin right now, especially for the Steelers, what he stands for. I mean, remember what Bill Coward would always say, and he said in his Hall of Fame speech. Remember, uh, the Steelers is all about a family, uh, establishing a culture, and more personally, doing the right thing. And eventually, I mean, John Gruden felt pressured enough where he felt like he was going to do the right thing, uh, step aside, and pretty much right now, it's uh, pretty darn close to uh, hardly any more chances for this guy. I mean, you, get, you must say, I mean, like a lot of luck has run out, no pun intended, which by the way is my fantasy football opponent, but uh, unless he really has a coming to Jesus moment and he gets in there with black communities, he really humbles himself and really shows sincere, genuine apologies, but not only apologizing, but trying to really show that he's changing. Because I will say this, in today's times, to hear, hear the saying, watch what you say, I don't think that's enough these days. It's not only watch what you say, but also watch how you act, too. Because a lot of people are going to pay attention to that. People are going to, be, are, want, are going to want to get a glimpse and see how you're handling situations, too. I mean, it's one thing to you know put out there and say, you know what, I was wrong for what I did. I truly am humbly sorry. And you try and show remorse by acknowledging what you did. It's another to also take it to the next step to really complete it, follow it up, really get it get into action and really trying to show some progressive change. I mean, where you're really trying to truly learn from your errors, how you apply them in life situations. I think that's the thing we need to re- like really reinforce. Watch what you say uh for from my standpoint, it's not enough these days. You have to follow it up. The actions, what you do, will definitely judge you a lot more. Let's think about that for a moment, and let's get ready to continue to move on right now, uh, sticking with the Steelers versus the Seahawks. Uh, once again, let's just sum up last week's game versus Denver Broncos. I had a wonderful day in a uh, third-down conversion. I thought that was very huge versus the Broncos in that game. They went 7-for-12, uh, completing 58% of where five of them came from the running game. Uh, remember, Najee Harris, he had four out of those five first downs on the ground. I mean, when you uh, think about it, so he accumulated for 80% of those first downs running. I think Benny Snell had the other one. But I mean, looking at this, I've been saying this before too, and other people off to the side, even going into this game. Remember, Frankel Harris didn't have his first 100 yard rushing game until his fifth game. I mean, in his rookie year. So, when you, when you really look at it right now, I mean, from that perspective, I, I really do believe right now, Najee Harris has a chance to really get better right now. The sky could be really be the ceiling right now for this kid. He has got a lot, I mean, going on, in my opinion, quite frankly, where he really, uh, do some stuff here. I mean, he, he has got right now, I mean, a lot to uh, convince, but I really do believe he's on his way, I mean, to get going uh, for this time. I mean, he's only 15th in the league in rushing right now with 307 uh, yards right now. And I want to say uh, as of right now, when we uh, look at that, uh, he 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 leads all rookies right now uh for the time being in that uh category uh here so i mean he he's doing his part right now uh to start things off i I will say this right now uh like i said let's just like uh take like one game at a time i mean this is definitely going to be a huge game this just obviously has makings as everyone knows, watching Mike Tomlin his entire tenure as head coach with the Pittsburgh Steelers, this has all the ingredients for a trap game going tonight. I mean, which is clearly the most obvious thing. I just, I will say, too, don't put it past Pete Carroll where he can get creative. I think there's only one thing the knock on Mike Tomlin, I think that still comes because I was listening to 937, the fan, a couple days ago, and you look at the guys outside like, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid. I mean, the other coaches you got in this league where it's like a John Harbaugh, a Sean Payton, uh, Mike Tomlin. I mean, some other uh, cats are still, I mean, in this league right now. I mean, when you look at it. I mean, in today's uh, NFL, I mean, for for the most part. And then when you also couple in there too, uh, let's see, some other guys who – been around a while. You also got Sean McVay, I guess you could say, right now. I mean, he's still got ways to prove himself. Or even like a Mike McCarthy. I mean, yell yeah, on those guys right there. I mean, when it comes to a game on the line, the playoffs, it, I heard, uh, I think it was Chris Mack or Colin like one of them. I want to say Chris Mack, but they probably would take Colin Harbaugh in a decisive game in the playoffs. It, to be honest you, I can't argue against it for right now. I think John Harbaugh, I mean, has a little bit more of a way of adapting. But, yeah, you could argue, look at, like, his pedigree. I mean, last uh, two, last three playoff appearances, he's been eliminated two out of those three times. He finally got back to a playoff win, I mean, last season. I mean, in those uh, last three playoff appearances, I mean, he has been one in three, But, I mean, he's still a guy that can figure things out. So, I mean, I I have no issue with that. It's really going to be interesting to see if Mike Tomlin could keep the streak going up uh, to keep his uh, his streak of not having a losing season under his belt go on. But we'll find out. But also in that brothels game, too. Let's also look at it right there, too. Uh, Ben Rosberger, another milestone was added. He officially uh, passed Emery on the all-time uh, passing yard list with sixty-one thousand six hundred and thirty-four yards in that game. And for the passing yards right there, which uh, Ben Rosberg just uh, passed him, he is now sixth on the all-time list. Uh, Philip Rivers is ahead of him right now. Uh, he he uh, trails Philip Rivers. He needs one thousand eight hundred six yards pass rivers for fifth. also, too, I mean, a lot of it was being talked to me last week. I mean, one of the biggest guys, I mean, Super Bowl MVP and a and a premier uh, edge rusher, and Von Miller, he got held to no sacks in last week's game. It was two assisted tackles. He made eight uh, Pro Bowls, three All-Pro teams in his previous nine seasons. He earned the game with four and a half uh, sacks. This season, I mean, prior to that game, before they went down to the Steelers last Sunday, and 110 and a half in his career. And he got a right tackle, I mean, Chooks of I mean, who was responsible for blocking him for that day. So, I mean, that really sounds a lot right there. I'm, I'm hoping right now, I mean, this is a sign right now that we're finally starting to see. Some continuity starting to happen for the Steelers team where they can really start to communicate well and really start to gel better as a team right now. I'm not going to lie. This is a time right now where they really need to – they can't be messing around anymore, especially, like I said, I, I really feel like too right now they need to start doing a better job, like doing good in second halves. I mean, all their, I mean, I mean, their only comeback, I mean, in the second half this season was in their first game this year when they were down 10 to zip. I'm going to go ahead and do a quick scoreboard update uh, while we're keeping it live here on uh, show with, uh pregame show of the Steelers versus the Seahawks right now. Uh, the Bengals right now, they are red hot right now, shutting out the Lions 27 to zip. Right now in the Motor City of Detroit at four field, uh, Joe Burrow has passed for 271 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He's got sacked twice for a loss of 22 yards, uh, which bring down his uh, net passing yards to 249 yards right now. Also in that game, too, the running game has been uh, has been huge right there. Joel Mixon gaining 94 yards off of 18 carries. He also got Jamar Chase right now. Four receptions for 97 yards right now. He's been targeted six times, only dropped two passes in that game. But Joel Mixon, I mean, right there, too, in this game. I mean, he's I'd probably say he's probably one of the other MVPs. I mean, the game ball will probably go in this game aside from – Uh, Joe Burrow right now, but for the game total, I mean, you look at Joe Mixon; he has got right now 153 yards with a touchdown off of ten touches right now. So the Bengals really uh, reinforcing why they should not be slept on this year, especially within the division right now. So some help the Steelers could be looking for doesn't look like it's going to be coming uh, from the lines over the Bengals. Does. So that's going to be a win right there for the Bengals uh, eventually. Uh, and that game, it's only about 938 left to go. The Lions do have the ball, but it's pretty much game over for the Lions. They're a matter of time for they to go down right now. Uh, and also, too, you're also going to be having the Cleveland Browns right now, hosting the Arizona Cardinals right now. Now, the 1972 Miami Dolphins right now. I hate to keep bringing up old ghosts like them, but at the same time, too, you know they're, never, they're not going to not go away right now. I see if they can uh, keep the champagne bottles, uh popping for another day right now as uh, they're looking to cheer on the Browns to stop the Cardinals right now uh, to try and challenge it for the other perfect season. They want to remain the only perfect season. But looking around the rival league right now, too, let's also look at some other AFC sports right now. I mean, which could prove to be uh, pivotal in a way. I mean, you also got right now, too, the Vegas Raiders right now, the Denver Broncos. Why? I mean, think about this right now. I mean, either way, I mean, you'd probably be satisfied. I mean, if the Broncos lose this game, the Raiders win, and if the Steelers can handle business, they could gain a game on the Broncos. I think they were a tough place in the AFC wildcard going into this game. But you got the Raiders right now who their season might be taking a U-turn. We, we shall see now that they're without, uh, Don Gruden right now, officially, uh, is he ousted himself, uh, from the Raiders organization following the ridiculous, uh, controversy. I don't know if they ever, uh, come back in the football again, ever. But when you look at it right now, I mean, look, the Vegas Rares right now, they got, uh, rich, uh, Basakia looks like I'd have to look up his, uh, translation later on. Excuse me, but, uh, he is taking over as a head coach right now of the Raiders uh, going forward right now. Uh, he was uh, previously uh, the assistant uh, head coach in special teams uh, for the Raiders uh, ever since uh, John Gruen was there. They came on board together uh, since 2018. So we'll see what he's got right there. Uh, i tell you what, I mean, there's – I mean, I really like Derek Carr. to be honest with you. I mean, he's one guy – who I do not mind uh, seeing good things happen to. He's waiting a long time. I still think he reminds me of a comparable version. I mean, to like a Kirk Cousins right there. It's just a matter of like just winning bigger games and bigger spots right now. He can put up the numbers. He can duel out with anybody if you ask me. I mean, for this time. Also, some other uh, scores around the league going on right now, too. Uh, You got the Indianapolis Colts. Rousing the Houston Texans right now. 44-3, 12-18 remain the goal. Fourth quarter right now. That is in Indianapolis. Uh, Colts definitely kicking ass right now, as you could see uh, for the most part. And then he also got to the Ravens on top of the Chargers. Now 34-6. to Game over for the Chargers. Not happening today, obviously. And of course, he also had the early game in London, I believe it was today. Uh, the Jaguars, they get their first win of the season under Coach Urban Meyer right now. And congratulations to him, despite his controversy, too, not flying back with his team uh, a- after that uh, Thursday night loss to the Bengals where he stayed in Ohio for the most part. Uh, for For the most part. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is a team right now who a lot of people were kind of questioning if, like, uh, he'd be giving his walking paper to be forced out right now, especially being caught uh, having a lap dance with another woman at a bar when he's a married guy. I mean, but the biggest, I mean, slam he's gotten just not travel back with his team uh, going back to Florida. I mean, he just... Don't abandon your team like that, which is kind of like how it came across. Family's always be family. I'm never going to hate on a family guy. Don't misconstrue it. But, again, when you're talking about football, too, and this sport, last you want to start messing with is the locker room chemistry right there and the relationship, especially when you have down um, moments. You want to show that you're, you're in every moment aspect with your team. But when you got stuff in your life, I mean, which what made Bill Cowher a very special Hall of Fame coach, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, that's really about Bill Tower. He knew how he knew how to find that balance in his life. He always will still be there for like his his uh, players, his coaches, and people within the organization. I mean, he knew how like balance his time to like uh, manage managing and coaching the football side of things as head coach, but also too, like when it was outside of that area, how he made time for his daughters and his family. It's all about finding that that right balance, I mean, at the same time right now. And that's what Urban Meyer has to understand. I mean, I don't know if he's going to go back to college, but that's only a topic for another day right now. So, I mean, uh, and also, too, let's take a look at some other scores going on right now uh, throughout today's uh, league right now. We've also got right now a very tight one right now, a very classic rivalry right now. Uh, Chicago Bears hosting the Green Bay uh, Packers right now. It's 17-14 to 14 in favor of the Pack attack right now. Uh, Once that's trying to shoulder superiority over the Chicago Bears right now, Chicago Bears got a uh, rookie quarterback, Justin Fields, out of Ohio State University. Seems to be a lot of good excitement for him uh, for the future of this team under the position right now. I mean, the Packers led by as many as uh, ten points. The Bears just got a touchdown a few moments ago. Right now, seven twenty-seven remaining uh, left to go in that ball game right now. And you look at uh, like a franchise and a rivalry that's really spun around too. I mean, when you look at, I mean, in that time, Green Bay Packers uh, right now, for the most part, who lead that series now by six games, a hundred wins to. 94 losses and six ties. I mean, of course, the founding uh, father franchises of this league. As we uh, look at for the time being. I mean, for this. And uh, not only that, too. I mean, the one thing, like I said, I told many people about this. What I'm very uh, jealous of with the Bears is this. They got a good pass rush. I mean they're leading the leagues in sacks, which the Steelers have owned since 2017. That's the only thing I do not like. That's usually her department right now. As we look at it, Packers just scored a touchdown right now. Uh depending if uh the receiver did not step out of bounds right now. Uh second time, it looks like he was it was incomplete, but yeah, they're trying to pull away right now. It looks like he got the first down. He stepped out at about the 18-yard line from what it looks like. Uh, Packers try to hold on and win that game. But uh, uh, Anyway, uh, nonetheless, I mean, you talk about team was really trying to change the forces around once 10 in and favor of the Bears. We'll see. But let's go ahead. And, uh, speaking of football right now, also, too, Najee Harris right now, running back of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, when you remember what Ben Rosper was saying like a few uh, weeks ago too? I mean, when you look at it. I mean, Ben Rosper who like, shouted out to uh, Najee. I mean, when you look at the season right now, the Steelers try and find a way to pick themselves out of last place within the AFC North. I mean, going forward and trying to really make some momentum of their own. I mean, because when you look at it too, I mean, from their point of view, I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are trying to like really, I mean, get together. I mean, is there a season right now? I mean, I, Ben Rosberg was quoted saying, I keep telling Naj, get physical, you're big, be big, play big, run through tackles, don't avoid contact, make contact, be scary. I remember I got to play with Jerome Best, and Jerome created contact. It was a game-changer when he ran people over. But I keep trying to reiterate that to him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know it sounded a little bit uh, controversial a couple weeks ago when he was saying it, especially when he was struggling at his game. But at the same time, too, I mean, listen, I mean, when you really, I mean, think about this, I mean, for a second, too, I, I think Najee Harris kind of needed that wake-up call, to be honest with you. I mean, it was more so the offensive line, not so much Najee. I really think Najee was trying to do everything he could, I mean, throughout this season to really get better. I mean, even so, I mean, look at a guy like Le'Veon Bell, I mean, who moved on, went over to different teams, I mean, since his last here in Pittsburgh. He can't really do as much without, like, having the benefit of a good offensive line. I mean, when he went to the that's the Chiefs, and now possibly the Ravens, if he gets called up from the practice squad. But when you look at Najee right now, I mean, for, like, his numbers, I mean, this year, I mean, yellow. I, I really believe, I mean, the is going to be the limit for him. I mean, listen, I mean, he has got, like I said, 198 yards of receiving, 307 yards on the ground rushing. He's averaging 3.9 yards per attempt uh, for about... 61.4 yards a game. I mean, in that aspect. And that that's I mean, that's how you do it right now. I mean, he's got three touchdowns for the year. I mean, and you look at like his games, I mean, so far throughout this season right now. I mean, he's been kind of going up low by low since that call-out from Ben Rossbury. He had he had 12 more yards in the loss versus the Packers a couple weeks ago, where he went from 40 to 62 yards. And then this past week. He had 60 yards, so he doubled what he had nearly, yeah, but nearly uh had more than what he had. So he had 60 yards more, excuse me. But, yeah, I mean, uh, for his time right now, I mean, Najee Harris, I mean, he's definitely trying to, like, show why the Steelers have been missing a, a run game they haven't had in a while since Lev Bell back in 2017. This is the time right now, and it's like we're Ben Rosberger. And speaking of which, Ben Rosberger, too, I mean, when we look at it, too, I mean, you're listening to, like, guys, like, talk. He like Chris Hokey, uh, too, who does uh, one of the post-game shows on the Extra Point, Bob Pompeiani in Pittsburgh. He was saying you kind of have to go back to, like, you know, to, like, that old Ben Brosper, like, what we knew. Because when you look at his career right now, his numbers – When he has 25 yards uh, passing attempt or less right now, I mean, in his career, once that 25 passer attempts or less, he is 50 and 5 win loss record, 5 1 in the playoffs for a career total of 55 wins and six losses for his regular season total. I mean, that adds up for 110.7 QB rating where he's passed for 10,266 yards, 80 touchdowns to 22 receptions. I mean, let's think about that for a second. Nearly 111 QB rating. I mean, in 61 games where he's kept the ball to at least 0.5 or below passing attempts. That's winning football right there. Only... 50 wins, 5 losses. But 55 career wins and 6 losses. The one loss in the playoffs where he had that lowest attempt was against New England Patriots in this rookie year in the AFC Championship game where they lost 41-27. to They better not to believe right now, I mean, that's got to be a point of emphasis. Really try to, like, open things up in a way to, like, make things easier for your team around you. Make it easier on your teammates. Because I, I, I will say this, because, like I said, Ben Rosper, we know the hourglass is pouring in the sand right now. I mean, but if you could kind of give him a little bit more, better protection, not have him to do as much. But I mean, also more importantly for him, not to take on as much responsibility. He can still have a shiny, uh, respectable Ending to his quarterback career, his playing career in the National Football League, especially with the Steelers. Playing how do you want to be remembered by it? I will say for Ben Rosberg, I, I think for him, unfortunately, I think the kiss of death in his career, I mean, if you really think about it for a second, let's yeah, be honest here. Probably for 5,000 5, yards in 2018, 5,129 yards. I mean, where he also had a career high in passing touchdowns with 34 that year, Sufru 16 picks. I mean, that right there, I think, was enough where he put a lot on his throwing shoulder, too, right there. And we're, it really caught up with him. Because that is a lot, especially for his age. I mean, he did that at the age of 36 right at, at that time. He's 39 years old. Right now, as we speak, but, I mean, look at how that eventually caught up with him the following year. And I, I will say, I mean, Ben Rochberger, definitely, no doubt, a Hall of Fame guy. I mean, first bow, We'll definitely can't wait to see this guy in Canton. But for right now, I mean, he has got to, like, I mean, if he really wants to truly have one last good shot at the Apple and really a good run here, he has, he has got to – play smart football, period. You just cannot be trying to put on the cape of Superman and really expect that, you know what, I'm still that guy. No, it doesn't work like that. You're still the guy for this team, okay? The problem is you're just not the guy in this league right now who we can look out and, like, really be wowed by and still put you in the top tier quarterback ranking, that's not how it's going to work. You have to trust your teammates. It's not just also like getting Najee Harris more and like, uh, touches on the ground. But, I mean, one thing, too, we haven't seen in a long time is the involvement of the tight ends right now when we look at it. And I, I really feel like right now, this right is now, a thing, uh, thing right now for a time. Is the involvement of this the time, tight end as we look right at now, it when we look at it where they really got to like, uh, be – Martin on top of it, because I, I will say this, Steelers right now, uh, for this, this time, they're, they're trying to really, like, establish themselves, trying to really get their season, I mean, turn around, and really try to make somewhat decent respect to see, this is not playing at the time to do it, it's kind of hard to believe that they're going to be, at the, when the season ends, that they'll be found in last place in the AFC North. Uh, I, I will say that. That will definitely look beyond bad if that continues to go down the way it does. But I, I do believe right now, you still got a lot of hope for right now. you got to not only the games on your schedule, but also the games, too, that your opponents are also going to be playing to. I mean, as you look at it, everybody faces the AFC West. Uh, thank God they finally uh, got all that losing fun and losing to the AFC West in the same season. Been getting a win, a win versus the Broncos. Because I, I tell you what, going into this game, this would be looking a whole lot uh, worse right now. They would not hold on to last week's victory versus Denver. I mean, it would just been an all-world uh, catastrophe as we uh, look at it. So, I mean, for the most part, uh, once again, Steelers versus Seahawks, big game. Uh, once again, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can definitely do so. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Twitter, at Man Steel CGR, and on Instagram, at Man Steel Nation, as uh, we are looking at uh, for right now. Uh, I'd like to hear your uh, thoughts right now. Where the Steelers look in this season uh, going in right now, two and three, unfortunately, still last place in the division. I mean, the help that they were looking for from the Ravens and Bengals, so far, it has not been any help, uh, to say the least, right now. But, uh, for right now, uh, let's see what happens, uh, going forward, right now, as they really look to, uh, establish their turnaround for this time being, right now. And, uh, Right now, see, let's also uh, look at it, too. Uh, my man, uh, Brian Diardo, who I've had on in the past before, said that he uh, led all running, rookie running backs with 307 rest yards for four games. He is second in receptions on the Steelers' team with 28 and third in yards with 198. And uh, Frankel Harris on uh, – I mean, Najee Harris on Jerome Best, he said he watched, he watched him whenever he played when I was young – Uh, Harris said uh, about the all-fame players and Super Bowl champion. I like Jerome. I've talked to Jerome a lot of times. He's a good dude. Just as a person, I like him. Let's go ahead and share you a little bit of some roster news right now. (laughs) Going into this game right now. Uh, Devin Bush right now, who suffered a leg injury in last week's game uh, versus the Broncos, Uh, he was questionable return in that game uh, uh, going into it on the injury report that was uh, released uh, this past week so far seems to be in good standing right now uh, going today's uh, matchup uh, Devin Bush uh, who had a groin uh, ish injury as it was listed he was a full participant throughout the whole week uh, he also had Ben Rasper he was full uh, Thursday and Friday Uh Jesus Smith-Suster, unfortunately, he is on injury reserve. Uh, you know how much uh, Bob Rosberg felt about Jesus Smith-Suster, how much loss That's me for him and the players. I mean, he was crushed. I mean, that was one of his favorite receivers on this team. But also, right now, too, they'll also be without Carlos Davis, uh, once again, with a knee injury. But the guys you will see available, so for right now, what's looking good for is Tom Rosberg, of course, no doubt. Uh I mean, uh, Trey Turner, non-injury related. He was a full participant on Thursday and Friday. He didn't practice on Wednesday. Chase Claypool, he was limited on Wednesday and Thursday, but he was a full participant uh, Friday. Then you got James Washington, too, a guy who I think is uh, coming back right now. Uh, Cam Sutton right now. I mean, uh, Hayward, who's playing with neck injury, who has a neck injury. I think he had that last week. Uh, two on the injury report, which he did. I mean, he's been, uh, when that was going to the Broncos game, so he was a full participant on Thursday, Friday to not practice. I mean, he was limited on Wednesday. Kenneth Sutton, he was a full participant, and that's all you need to know right there. Now with the Seahawks, uh, for right now, I mean, you got some guys, uh, quite a few uh, laundry lists right here. I mean, going into this uh, Matchup. I mean, going into this game, as we look at it, I mean, for the most part. I mean, as Pete Carroll tries to really rail up his team, too. I mean, this is another team right now, as it stands. I mean, just like the Steelers, I mean, going into this game uh, for uh, this matchup, The Seattle Seahawks, they find themselves in last place in the division, just like the Steelers right now. And for uh, their injury report, uh, status going today's uh, game on Sunday night uh, football. Uh, Still no statuses right now as I look at it. But, yeah, uh, there you have it right now. We'll see. I think uh, a few of the noble guys uh, on this injury report, I mean, when we uh, looked at it, was uh, probably, I'd probably say the few I'd be a little concerned with will probably be uh, DK Metcalf, possibly, uh, who was uh, limited, basically. Uh, he was one of their uh, stars limited on Wednesday, did not practice on Thursday. And then you also had uh, running back Chris Carson. Uh, he didn't practice all on Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, quite a few other uh, people, but I mean, like I said, for the Steelers right now, they definitely uh, got their work cut out. You will think this will be a winnable game. I mean, for them to really like uh, try and reestablish and show that they're not flipping away, they're not losing their grip on staying in this race. I think Mike Tomlin. I mean, you got you got to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. We've seen how many times before were you would think a season should go a lot further south. It hasn't. He's been able to rally his troops somehow and really make a good run with his team. Not keep him ever in a losing uh, status right now. And I, I gotta tell you, I mean, for for this time right now, this is a time right now where it's kind of like one for the taking in a way I mean, for, for the Steelers, and I'll arguably say the Seahawks, both teams right now could like really like uh do themselves a favor and really try and like uh hold on and uh, fight for survival here. And and really try and like uh keep their season alive and possibly some uh, glimmer of hope as they continue to move forward and uh look at everything right now because for the Seattle Seahawks, I mean uh, for for them, because uh remember they also lost. I mean, by the way, I mean, I want to say, like, their, what, their last two games, I want to say it was? Let's see. So, the Seattle Seahawks, I mean, prior to the loss of the Rams, their last victory was versus the 49ers, and their two victories only come out in the first game and the fourth season so far. So, they went on a two-game losing streak after week one, uh, losing to the Titans and in Minnesota to the Vikings. And then losing to the Rams on uh, Thursday night football right there. And what you saw in that game, I mean, in that uh, contest right now, uh, Russell Wilson, he suffered an injury to his right middle finger. Uh, One of the surgery this past uh, Friday, doctors believe he would miss about six weeks after the, having the surgery. they believe it, it feels realistic he's back in four weeks right now. I will say this, though. I mean, for the Steelers trying to turn the Chiefs around, it is just not to not see one of the top quarterbacks go head to toe right now. But hopefully this is a good sign right now. Uh, Steelers could take advantage of this right now. Because, listen, I mean, ever since uh, Thanksgiving last year, despite the fact that they were able to pick up their 11th victory after starting off 10-0 at that point, I mean, you really saw how last few days ago, I mean, this offense could be and just uh, really how concerning it was. And uh, the Steelers right now, I mean, they need this for a lot of reasons. But I mean, you also look at the Seahawks, too. I mean, who are in last place? Not in the last place, excuse me. But they're tied with the Nairs in the division right now, uh, basically. And... The Seahawks right now, they only got one conference win opponent. That's over the 49ers, so that's why they got the tiebreaker right there. They beat the Niners. Niners are in last place. But, I mean, if you win that game, I mean, basically, I mean, for, for the most part, I mean, there are only three games out of first place. Grant, it's going to be a lot of tough sliding, a lot to ask to do without your main guy, Russell Wilson. I guess the defense is – no longer what it was, but you still got a playmaker on there and a guy like Earl Thomas right now. And also, too, I mean, you also got a good guy right there, too. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, the rookie, uh, Daryl T- Taylor, Daryl Taylor, excuse me, he leads his team with four sacks, three tackles for loss, and five quarterbacks hits. So, I mean, this, this group right here could be a nice little tandem right there, despite playing. Uh, opposite positions on the linebacker. You got the edge rusher and the middle linebacker, but Bobby Wagner, I think, is definitely one guy to be to watch out for in this game right now. I mean, he could still uh, do some damage and uh, really make his presence very well known in this game as we uh, look at for right now, uh, for the most part. But speaking of which, uh, moving to change right now. Uh, Despite all this, uh, Najee Harris, uh, who uh, felt a little sheepish uh, in the post-game press conference last week, because he said the attention should be heaped on the offensive line, not his first 100-yard rush game in the NFL. No coach Cannon was very uh, vocal this week, uh, according to Roethlisberger. But he said, for me, this week was about just trying to encourage, talk to each guy and tell them I believe in them. I know they can do it. I'm not sure what each one responds to, the yelling or the encouraging. And right now, I mean, if Mountsborough continues to stay uh, upright, maybe he can stay happy, and we'll see how much that could turn around their season as we look at what they try to do to move forward. I mean, going into this, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they got they got their work cut out for them. Either way, uh, the CLC Hawks at the end of the day, I mean, as long as you still got a guy like Pete Carroll there, obviously they're going to be no slouch. They're going to come. Ready to play. You better believe uh Pete Carroll's got a game plan. I mean, for this uh team ready to go. I'm not sure, I mean, how much we're gonna see that on display tonight, but you gotta believe right now, I think for the Steelers going to this game, you definitely wanna kick that door open and keep your opponent down because right now, this is a, a time right now where there's no room for error the rest of the way if you're looking to keep any uh, resemblance of a nice postseason run, I mean, going into this, we shall see about that. But I will say for right now, uh, Steelers right now, this is a a game, a lot riding on it right now. And I'm I'm not saying about future uh, changes or anything, nothing like that. But DJ Watt right now, let's go a little bit on defense right now. Uh, Who came up shy the last two seasons? Looking to have some more competition, possibly, as he tries to get for the first time in his career defensive player of the year. A guy who's uh, come up uh, very uh, short the last couple of seasons right now. I mean, he was leading the league in sacks, uh, quarterback kids last year. And I think tackles for loss was in our category. But when you also look at two, too, I mean, uh, TJ Watt, I mean, who's been doing everything he's, he could right now. One guy that I might give him some company is Trevon Diggs right now. Uh, he currently has six interceptions for the season, uh, who matched his career high that he says for himself back in 2019 when he was with the Bills right now. Cowboys defeated the Giants in Dallas at AT&T Stadium last week. Uh, ever since losing opening games to the Buccaneers, they have went 4-0 and right now, 4-1 going to today's uh, matchup. Uh, they're getting ready to host the New England uh, Patriots injury world right now. I mean, looking at that matchup right there, should be a fun one to watch right there. If you ask me, I mean, the uh, Cowboys and uh, Patriots right there. As the Cowboys are really looking to like continue the stamp on the very uh, special season they got going on right now. I mean, you look at it right there. I mean, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, one of the Hall of Fame coaches being into the Hall of Fame, along with Bill Cowher. I mean, also finally getting the news. I mean, that he's being inducted to the Cowboys Ring of Honor. I mean, for this season. Hopefully, we just don't know what game. I mean, that should be an awesome moment to see right there. No matter what team you're a fan of. I mean, for me, he, he's a guy who's definitely deserved it. I mean, it's has kind of a lot of, of weird, awkward uh, relationship. I mean, since moving on right now. But, I mean, we'll, we'll find out when uh, that will be uh, happening. But uh, for the most part, let's see. But, uh, yeah, it's Ron Diggs right now. I mean, when you also look at the sky right now, too, uh, nobody else in the history of this game has got five interceptions in his first five games of a season. He's got six, and is on, Barrett, is on pace to share a single-season record of 14. That still might be unlikely, but right now, uh, the late Pro Football Hall of Famer, Dick Train Lane, he holds a single-season record with 14 interceptions, and we'll, we'll see if he can be able to kind of like break that. But I think that'd be very special right there. And i tell you what. Uh, Trevon Diggs might be a legit candidate for defense player of the year, to be honest. We'll see about that. But uh, for anyway, uh, let's keep it here right now. I mean, T.J. Watt, who's definitely been paying, playing for some pain, he only missed one game uh, this season. Of course, that was game. First, the Bengals, uh, where he hurt injured his groin during the game, and the home opener versus the Raiders. Uh, which the Steelers are 1-2 and two at Heinz Field uh, this season. And we look at it right there. let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Let's go ahead and get into keys to the game. Key number one: Ben Rosper, be patient with throwing the ball once again. Like I said, career-wise, when you look at this guy, I mean, for, I mean, his uh, record as a quarterback, 50 and five right now. I mean, in his career. I mean, for a career win-loss record of 55-6, and which includes 5-1 in the playoffs. I mean, he has like a nearly 111 QB rating right there, 80 touchdowns and 22 interceptions. And he's also, I mean, completed, I mean, in that span, about over 66% of his passes, so nearly 67%. So I think that's going to be Q number one, because you got to believe right now, whoever could uh, I believe would probably be the end of the winner in this uh, game right now, I mean, Seahawks are minus 32, they're dead last in turnover ratio, but when you look at it, like, on the defensive side, too, I mean, they're also 32nd, I mean, I think in that regard, well, not, not last, excuse me, they're dead last as far as takeaways, I'm not sure about the turnover ratio has will quote a little bit later on. I think that's going to be a huge advantage right there. Key number two for today's game, right now, be aware of edge rusher, uh Daryl Taylor, uh, who, like I said, he leads the team with four sacks, three tablets for loss, and five quarterback kits. And still be aware of Bobby Wagner right now, who will be a disruptor on this team with tablets for lost. Also keep Gino Smith in the pocket. Try to limit his offensive weapons. And Tyler Lockett, three touchdowns. And DK Metcalf, five touchdowns. And last but not least... Try and stop the run game. Make Geno Smith become a passer in this game, which is why I got to keep him in the pocket. And that's gonna be my teach for today's game, and that's gonna be addition- this. And that's gonna be it for this edition here of show Blitz of the Steelers vs Seahawks Pre-game show here on the Madden Steel Podcast. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter at Man of Steel CGR, and on Instagram at Man of Steel Nation. I leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Here we go, sirs. Here we go. I gone.